Welcome to Howl with the Pack. I am Roman, and we have my illustrious friend here, Simon. Why don't you say hello? Hey, everybody. And uh, Simon, why don't you tell us a little bit more about who we have our special guest today? Our special guest today is actually a friend of mine. Uh, Niels, he um, recently started as a coach, or maybe not that recently. I think it has been a long time coming now, but I think that's uh, that's something that Niels can uh, tell us a little bit more about later. So, Niels, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Mm, hello, my, my name is Niels. I'm 19 years old right now and recently actually became a coach while... Um, for the summer, I was still a player in League of Legends. Now uh, I made the jump into coaching uh, t a team in League of Legends for a split. And uh, I'm currently uh, looking through my offers and seeing where I will land for the next split. Mm -hmm. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And you guys, I mean, you know each other in real life correct did we see each other in real life i'm pretty sure we did oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it might be on, on on yes. some event mm. yeah because we we <laughs> know each other over um a club uh, mm. frankfurt uh, uh, club um and they often do events and i'm pretty sure we met at one of them yeah yeah <laughs> for me it, it's it's really hard to pinpoint the uh exact uh first time we got in contact uh, same here it was something through like the the club chat and yeah 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 definitely just I mean... <laughs> together and stuff like that and and then from that on out you yeah. do stuff together and i mean that's that's basically what a club is right mm -hmm. you meet new people there that's what it's for hopefully exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah especially a localized club like that that's that is uh what I personally like the most about the club because you have this hobby of esports that you pursue together, but you can actually meet in, in real life as well. So that's what I, I really love about it. Yeah, right. It's easy to make friends uh, that you, you know that they like the same things. Mm -hmm. and, and you can also meet them uh, in real life. And I mean, you already made the connection and then it's just easy easier than it would be otherwise mm -hmm. exactly i mean i was thinking about this earlier and i mean for being and i like how you even put it in your your i'll say welcome introduction but being such a young age you're you're 19 right now correct mm, yes i am and you started a lot of this when you were even younger, when you were 18, um, from what I've read about you and some of your history. And that's pretty impressive to not only, I was telling Simon this, not only to have an idea as far as what you want to do with your career, but also have actually experience in the same field um, before you, you basically leave high school, before you even hit college, really. I mean, technically, that's that in-between time, but still. Mm -hmm. um, what, in my mind, like, 
why coaching esports? What uh, what made you? Because obviously, it seems like you figured it out pretty pretty at a early age. So I'm just kind of curious, like, what was the, the the whole story behind that? I feel uh, first. I want to talk about what you said before with me having this much knowledge. I, I feel like it's um, similar to uh, a kid learning how to play the piano, right? They they do that at a young age usually as well, and then you became more and more proficient at it. And it simply was a different hobby for me. Yeah, I didn't take piano lessons. I went home after school and started the computer and played a played a video game, right? Mm-hmm. and um <laughs> learned more and more about it the more i did it right it's it's similar connection it's a hobby and then at one point if you become very interested in it it can become more and um yeah for me i first saw that i became better than the friends that introduced me to the game right <laughs> because i put more time into it um and then at one point you see yourself well if you do on some of the top ranks right on like in, in league it's it's challenger grandmaster master something mm-hmm. uh like that and then on various sites you will see something like oh top zero point something percent or one percent worldwide or something like that and you you start thinking like well I, I know there are professions in this game and maybe maybe you can you can do the same thing as well right because you you love the game you love playing it and well I, I think everybody who really loves playing would want this to become their their dream job right because it's it's like a, something that they idolize right they idolize the the players that they see um on the big screen, right? On Twitch and some events and they, they know their place and then everybody wants to be like that. And uh, so same uh, happened to me and, and I tried. I Since I think, I think it was two years ago, uh, I applied to tryouts to different teams, looked on Twitter, saw who was looking for players in the support position Mm-hmm. Um, went to these tryouts. Some somebody told me early that I should just take any tryout I can, so <laughs> I, I see everything and always get like feedback and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, I actually landed uh, at a team of this club that we were talking about, and um, we made it in to the next division of the university league that we were playing in uh, of Germany. Uh, and from that on out, I was like, well, maybe, maybe can, this can be a bit more and, uh, was looking for, for offers again for the next split and landed at the organization called Black Lion, uh, in their academy team. Hmm. And we had a, well, we, we had a really good split played in two different, uh, tournaments. One was sadly, uh, canceled halfway through the tournament. Mm. Right, it was like a split-wide tournament, so not just mm-hmm. one or two days of tournament, but like over multiple weeks. Right, this one was canceled, but the other one was the Prime League, which is just the German uh, national scene for league. Right, that's just uh, divided into divisions, going from pro into first, into second, 
etc. And uh, we played there as well, had a really good split, promoted to the next division from third to second. Um, but during this time, I, I became aware that uh, actually I wasn't that good of a player like as I, as, as I thought I would. <laughs> but on the other hand, I was always talking with my coach about new strategies, new, um, new picks that we could pull off or, or something like um, things I think we can improve in the communication department. Uh, and was always talking about that stuff. And then um, towards the end of the split, it, like, it posted the question of, will I be a player for this team again next year? <laughs> because I didn't perform as well as some of the other players. And mm -hmm. whenever you think of the next splits, and especially when you go up one division, you want like the best that you can have so you can even go further with the team right and then it poses the question do we try harder with what we already have or do we exchange some parts keep the core and improve from there and uh i knew pretty fast that i wouldn't uh be a part of this anymore that i made good friends there but that they want to um go far as as players in in this game and myself, I also knew that I didn't really like playing that much anymore. Mm. Right? I, I, I played less at that point. I didn't try as hard as I did like when I was one year younger. Um, couldn't put in like seven hours of playing every day mm -hmm. or, or similar things that I just did when I was younger. Also, I... Um, I just got my, I, I just graduated, so that was another part of all that, and I just thought, well, maybe maybe I become a coach now, because my, my coach kind of told me that this would be an idea that he had for me, mm -hmm. uh, and so, so I did, yeah. I like oh. how he kept saying, like, uh, <laughs> when he was, when he was younger, and like when he was younger, he could do it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> when you're younger, like, this, in my mind, you're still a kid, man. You're still a baby. Like, <laughs> like you haven't even hit the part where you start slowing down yet. But it seems like you have definitely just matured faster. You've got on a track. It seems like you definitely knew what you were looking for, and you were smart enough to realize, you know what. I don't know if I'm going to really enjoy playing uh, the same game for that many hours a day. And instead, right, right. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't really that, you know, my, my health declined that I couldn't play anymore. It became slower in the moves. No, 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 it wasn't that. It was more uh, a factor of do I want to do this, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't want to play a game anymore, you you won't, right? Yeah. That's, that's what games are for. They, they're meant to be fun. If you don't uh, enjoy it as much anymore, you you do something else, right? That's that's what the young people do. That's what I do, at least. Um, yeah. Sorry for interrupting. No, me. no. I mean, <laughs> that's that's a common reoccurring theme that we're always talking about. But it's it was awesome to see that you were able to basically realize real early. Okay, you know what? This is not probably going to lead long term. Instead, let me focus on something that could lead long term. So. A lot of kids, including myself, uh, probably wasted valuable time still chasing that dream for 
however long it was, even if it was only for a few months, you know, thinking that oh, we can we can game and make money off of this. Uh, whereas you were early and realized, you know what, I'm going to cut my losses and pivot to something that will actually work long term for me. And that's impressive. Once again, at such a, a young age, it's it's quite rare, I would say. Thank you for that. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely. I know that I definitely didn't have any idea of what I wanted to do at, at uh, this time in my life. I mean, <laughs> still to this day, every yeah. now and then the thought occurs in my head: "Damn, I think if I really tried, I could actually be very good at this game." By the way, uh, for for the listeners. Uh, the game that uh, we have been talking f about for a while now is uh, League of Legends. I think we forgot to mention that. Yeah, but every sure I said at one point that I was talking about the League scene. He did, but oh yeah, right. But definitely, it doesn't hurt to sure. to remind and sure. and also you know spell it out a little bit because I'm sure a lot of people may may not know about it if they listen to this sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's totally mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Even I'm not that familiar because uh, I've never actually played uh, myself. I've just watched. So yeah, yeah, you, tell missed, us a you bit. missed out on a huge mm -hmm. addiction there. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going. Yeah, right. It's it's oh, uh, yeah. a really good game. Red? I mean, ah, uh, you you can argue if it's a good game. It's a it's a game that you <laughs> would you you will play it if you play it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game exactly. doesn't need to be perfect for that to happen. You just need to enjoy the moments that are really good. And then whenever it's not that, I mean, it, at one point it will be good again, right? Mm -hmm. oh, you have yeah. good games, you have bad games, but you play for the good games, of course. Mm -hmm. The ones that are really fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, so when when did you actually uh, start playing League of Legends? Mm -hmm. I started at the end of the fifth season which ah, is okay. five years ago now mm -hmm. yeah yeah yep. so i wow. was i was 14 at the point wow 14 man that's impressive i mean there's yeah. there's some people starting even younger especially now i saw somebody in north america uh hitting like the highest rank at the age of 13 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> especially being it, it was crazy because he's the br brother of a pro player so i mean uh, maybe that made it easier for him maybe right? or it's genetics somebody, yeah maybe it's genetics maybe because he had somebody to talk to who's like really good at the game but it's it's crazy that people already at, at that age like at, at that age I, I just started i couldn't play for shit right i oh, oh, yeah. was just bad and i mean i i still didn't hit the really really good peaks that some players have right if you if you watch the game on the international stages and you analyze what they are doing what they are thinking about so many things at the same time you you become aware that what they do what they they really train to mm -hmm. do that right they they have a lot of exercise in the game going into that into that game that they actually play uh, on stage so many planning so many strategy uh, all woven into it it's really crazy mm -hmm. if you think about it oh yeah yeah I, I really wonder what um what goes on in in the head of of these young players because i know i mean i started league pretty much uh shortly after it came out 
so mm -hmm. roughly 10 years ago, which means I was around 20. And even with 20, I think my focus was so different from from what I would have to have as, as a focus in the game to climb. I mean, mm. I, I can still remember I didn't... Uh, my, I mean, back in the day, uh, it was not that easy to focus on one specific role because <laughs> it was basically uh, whoever was first in the pick order could choose which role he wanted to play in ranked games. So it was, it was the, even the... like that at the beginning of when I started playing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was like that for a long, long time. So you couldn't, you could focus. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm playing one or two roles mainly, but you needed to, to be able to play every single role. So mm -hmm. uh, that was definitely a little bit, bit tougher then. Uh, but I think I had just a few favorite champs that I wanted to play so desperately, and. I I didn't I think I, I I I didn't even really play to win for a long long time. I just wanted to uh to crush my lane opponent or get a lot mm -hmm. of kills. I didn't focus on all of this stuff like uh the movement on the map and uh pushing the tower or uh, or maximizing my gold or my experience or anything. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna play Warwick. He can see where <laughs> the low HP enemies are across the map because he was like that even back then. Mm -hmm. And I played Dota uh, before uh, before I played League of Legends uh, only against bots though. And I was a huge fan because uh, of of uh, a champ that was very similar to Warwick. And yeah, so I I just focused on okay, I can see low HP enemies, and then I'm gonna just run. If I have to, I'm gonna run through the whole map. I don't care. I'm gonna go and and kill them. I'm gonna fuck them up. <laughs> I don't know. That was the type of mindset that I had when I was uh, beginning to play League of Legends, and I encountered a lot of similar players. I mean, mm -hmm. one of the things that I still remember vividly. Uh, to this day, there's this this champion called Zix, uh, who basically utilizes bombs. And he has one bomb he can step onto, and if he activates it, uh, it makes him jump in the direction he is, he is facing uh, away from the bomb, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. Just to explain it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And <sighs> there, it, it was a ranked game. And there was this this guy who played six on my team, and we ran away from the enemies because we were losing a fight. And he laid down this bomb, didn't uh, didn't activate it yet though. But when he saw the enemies were not chasing him, uh, he ran back to the bomb and triggered it so it would make him jump. And I was completely losing my mind about how he would risk dying. <laughs> running back into the enemies just so he could jump and i i i actually asked him <laughs> what what was uh, why the hell he did that and i figured out pretty soon okay uh, the way he talks he must be fairly young and i think he he told me that he was like uh something between 12 and 14 i think and he told me yeah uh, i don't know i just wanted to jump and it was <laughs> that was so uh, 
so mind-breaking, mind-boggling for me, <laughs> uh, because I never even thought about the possibility that, hey, there is this guy, I, I kind of, I mean, if you play League, uh, or if, if you play um, any any uh, team-based game, and uh, all of your teammates are, or most of your teammates are anonymous on the internet, I kind of imagine imagine them similar to myself, with a similar mindset to myself, which is, a, 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 well, uh, which creates a lot of problems, usually. Uh, because as you see, there are people who have complete different perspective on the game than you. And for me, that was so eye-opening. Okay, this is, here's this kid, and he has fun playing this character, and he has fun jumping around with his bomb. So why why am I even mad about this? He's he's having his fun. It was so eye-opening for me. I can this is yeah, one right. of the, the I, <laughs> yeah. I actually think. That, that's a good point because it's a lot of mindsets and perspectives clashing together in, in these kind of games where the pro player will be the one that to say that you have to do this and this and this to win in the best way, right? In the fastest way. That's that's all he cares about and the one that goes for winning. But a lot of other players will not do that because it's not the fun uh, way to play the game, right? I I can see how in, in League killing the enemy will always be, and, and, and outplaying him especially, will always be more mm -hmm. fun than being better and killing like the other gold income uh, sauce and going through that for uh, the same amount of gold that you can get. And oh, yeah. it, it's just it's just not the same uh, amount of fun and um, you really have to think about like what's the best way to win if you want to become a pro right and and that's what really differentiates them first of all the ability to do a lot of thoughts uh to think a lot of things at the same time uh, a lot of important things of course and that drive to win that they will do whatever it takes to win the game, even though it might not be the most fun way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then they are, of course, just better than some other players, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That also goes into it. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. It's... Either way, it's pretty impressive, and, and kind of going back to what you were saying, even about like the thirteen-year-old, I always wonder, especially as as like a behavioral, um, I'll say expert. I I don't like saying that word, but technically that's what I am. And um, it's it's a, <sighs> children are little sponges; they absorb everything, and whatever they're raised around, they're going to grasp much much easier. So whenever I hear about like someone like a 13-year-old that's top, I think either they were around it from a very, very young age, and there's there's usually a, two options in my mind. One, they've pretty much geared almost their whole developmental cycle, almost entirely focusing towards this game, or they're just a freak of nature genetically, and they're still having a normal life uh, and normal 
you know, developmental, but they just happen to be, you know, shroud <laughs> and baby version kind of thing. So I always hope it's the latter and not the former because it's very interesting. I remember something that blew my mind was uh, an ex-girlfriend, her, I think he was three, he may have been four, but he was a little, her little brother and he couldn't even speak, but he loved cars. And I used to let him play Need for Speed on my cell phone, which for any of you that haven't played it, it's on the cell phones. It's pretty basic. You, you don't have to gas. It, you basically just tilt your phone to drive and you touch the screen to either brake. If you do want to slow down, it automatically just gases for you. Uh, and you hit the, a button for the nitrous. And that's pretty much it. So he was racking first place every game. And I was blown away and my girlfriend didn't think it was that impressive. So I handed her the phone with the same race and let her try. She couldn't stop from hitting the walls for more than five <laughs> seconds. And then she handed it back to me and she was like, she literally gave up and she's like, Oh my God. And I said, yes, now you know how impressive yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even go straight. He's winning first place and he can't even talk. Um, but mm. he played a lot of games and that was young. So I always hope that, you know, it doesn't hinder the developmental cycle because, you you know, a lot of times you see those younger kids and uh, grammatically they're behind where they should be. Uh, and it's just really sad, especially when they they literally speak and you can instantly tell that mm, they're behind, I'll say, where they should be as far as their education and um, especially they're just their basic grammar. It's it's horrendous yeah right i i actually think that that's a good point because if they grow up around one thing that they just enjoy so much at, at that point already they they will of course develop towards being better at that um when i mentioned that that 13 year old in north america i also mentioned that his brother is a pro player in the same game right so from that on out, you can already figure, oh, maybe maybe it's because he has this brother and he saw him do it. And a lot of younger brothers want to be like their bigger brother, right? Yep. It's like their, their first idol usually. And um, yeah, he, he saw him do that and then, well, maybe try as well. And then, so, oh yeah, he's doing this and this and this. Um, he becomes a sponge, right? That's mm-hmm. what you mentioned. Uh, absorbs whatever his brother does, does it himself, and it works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially for this guy, and in, um, in this game, you um, choose between different champions, and he's playing a lot of the same champions that his older brother does. So I mm. think there you can really make this connection. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, actually, that... hmm? uh, yeah, for for me it was pretty similar because I got into gaming through my older brother actually. Because oh. uh, maybe maybe not into League of Legends itself, but um, I started at a really young age uh, playing playing World of Warcraft and <laughs> uh, Command of Conquer, some some strategy game uh, that my father and brother were talking about and, and playing together and and little me was like oh well, what are you what are you doing there <laughs> and then they showed me and i played with them they let me do it and it was similar for that for for a lot of things right for, for tv series that you watch 
your brother's watching something on, on the couch and you, you go join them. It's similar for a lot of things, right? If your brother shows you him doing his homework often, then probably you will get the stuff that he's doing there earlier than other kids in your school because you were confronted with it earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely true. That also kind of leads me, especially you're talking about um, his, you know, learning off of his brother and that being almost like his coach and, and you being a coach. I I definitely went to your Twitch channel and I, I checked it out. And I read a little bit there and I, I know that you currently, I'll say, do, I guess the best word, of, and correct me if you think there's a better term, but like you basically coach coaches right now um, on the side. Is that, am I, is that the best way to say it? Um, can you, can you explain a bit what you mean exactly with that? So right now, are you practicing coaching? Cause I went to your Twitch account and I know I read something and it seemed like you were almost like teaching people how to be coaches or helping other coaches. Is that correct? Am I correct in saying that? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm mostly coaching players mm. only. I'm, I'm doing private sessions there with, um, them giving me a replay of a game, going through it on my own, mm-hmm. seeing what exactly, uh, I can easily figure from seeing this and then trying to access what is best for them, uh, to focus on for now mm-hmm. so that they can so i can teach them about what to actually do in this case and uh, then from there um if they do that correctly then maybe we can go to the next step if they're still interested in the coaching of course if we're going for a, a longer term um relationship in coaching right, right. But, uh, coaching coaches is not really something i do but uh Maybe you mean that I, I'm studying eSport management? Yes. Um, I think I was just trying to just get a handle on who exactly you were coaching. So now I know it was specifically players because uh, I did see mm-hmm. that you were also going to school for basically eSports management. Um, so that's why I was unsure if you were still doing something like that. So right now it's purely, purely players and you're pursuing um, eSports management, which is – and that's the actual degree, correct? It's actually not a, a coaching degree directly. It's it's a management normal, of business. Yeah, business management degree mm-hmm. where it's more about how to manage a team and organization. Um, I'm I'm in the first semester right now, and what we mainly focus on is what are organizations basically? How how do they function? Different kinds. What to know about everything. Um, something that you will have in a lot of management uh, majors will be uh, some form of law in the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of our uh, modules. Then also how to work with scientific tests, uh, texts, of course, is one thing that you will have in the beginning of probably all majors. Mm-hmm. Right? How to get your information in the best way and then it also goes into sport management because uh, the actual major is called sports management with uh, 
focus on esports management. I was like the whole name. I was about to ask: Is esports like actually part of the the course title, or is it more alluded? So it is sports management with, and they actually put like with the esports focus, and that's the the correct exactly like full title. Interesting. So they are. They are like it almost sounds like they're dipping their toes a little bit and trying to test the water whether they before they start actually calling it like straight up esports management. Uh, so they're still trying mm-hmm. to you know that sports management, which is an offshoot of business management, and it just focuses into esports. And then if it goes well, then yeah, we'll we'll just start to, to push it over and then do esports. It almost sounds like exactly right. But <laughs> you will figure fast if doing the the actual major that that's more what the university mm-hmm. uh, called uh, the major and not what the actual professors there think about what it is right mm. uh, all of the professors there are actually uh where at some point gamers or interacted with them for example Great. one of uh, my uh one of one of my professors had three brothers and all of them played games for a living and um then she got into it from first being in in a different uh major that had to do with business and then saw well actually this this esports scene is is cool it's interesting um i she knew a lot about it because of her brothers and then swapped into teaching at this uh for this major that's awesome and 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 that was actually, and you answered my second or my third question really was that if the teachers lean towards the university's thought process or your or the the real thought process, and mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that it it went the right way. So at this point, it's just it almost sounds like the university's just putting on for optics, but really it's it's doing it the right way, and that's awesome. Versus calling it esports and then the teachers literally not knowing anything about gaming or esports and them just kind of. <laughs> going just business and sports and, and yeah, alluding no, when, they, when they say focus on esports management there there's really this focus on esports management for example um right we in management you learn about how our organization works and then instead of it being mercedes for example it will be uh g2 esports right mm-hmm. or or some other organization maybe for us, sometimes it's especially once in uh, Germany because, well, all right, that's where we live, so it's uh, a lot closer to home. Um, but it's uh, like that for a lot of things. For example, we have uh, one module which is actually like um, the basics of sport management, right? Uh, and then when they have um, an example of a sport instead of it being uh, soccer for example it will be uh, playing a shooter game right and then um, Mm -hmm. what happens to your body when playing a shooter game what are the parts that you have to focus about for example Um, what we had a lot in the first week of of that module was uh, creating a, a fitness plan for example uh, and then one of the exercises would be about your eyes, right? In, in that plan, because you use them a lot, right? The coordination, uh, then maybe some other exercises where you just improve um, seeing uh, things faster. How's it called again? 
uh, your reaction time. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry that I missed mm -hmm. that word for a second. <laughs> um, or uh, you have other stuffs, for example, right? When you sit down a lot, you will have problems with your back. So they one thing that helps against that is, for example, yoga, right? So maybe you put some yoga into the fitness plan, like 30 minutes a day or something like that, right? And um, then you will probably use your hands often because you're using a mouse and a keyboard. So maybe some exercises in throwing a ball up and down, right? It's, it's basic things that can help you you a lot and go a long way if you do them um, regularly mm -hmm. awesome and when when you're doing coaching uh what's a and i mean you can you can be pretty gen, uh, generic with this but what do you find is like the most f common issue uh that you come across maybe they don't even realize it but you're like oh this again or what's like the, the number one thing you're like okay everyone really you need to work on this like that's it's, it's mm -hmm. the number one thing Right. Often it is that people um, basically I get two different kinds of clients, mm -hmm. right, of students with the first one being somebody who goes to me and it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the low elo and I want to be better. Right. And the other one is, yo, I'm, I'm at this and this right now and I want to go if, if I go a bit higher then maybe I can do this semi semi professional. Right, that's the two different kinds of students I get. Mm. And with the semi-professional, the thing that usually happens is that they don't really know what playing professional is like, what all they have to do. Mm. Right? And then when I, when I uh, look through their games, I really try to show like everything that you could be thinking about in specific moments. Right? They, uh, this one play where they already think it went pretty well and then um well i'm not talking him down that the play wasn't good or anything but what i try to make him see is that oh yeah but also maybe this could have happened right and that what you did is already great but this could have been like a little bit better and then from this little thing it could have snowballed into this bigger thing right and if you explain it in a in a very good way um they will really see what's uh what do you mean and what all they could still do and then if they're really interested in, in going and in, in becoming better then they will listen to you better right they they will care more about what you say because they first figured out okay yeah this guy actually tells me things that i didn't know right that's mm -hmm. These kind of players, they already have a good knowledge of the game, right? So you need to show them that you still know something that they don't, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what they mm -hmm. want to know from you. And then the other uh, kind of students, um, it's usually a thing about them not knowing that uh, in this game, things snowball on top of each other. That's if you do this thing, it will have this reaction, right? They they do their actions, mm -hmm. and then something else happens. But it just happens in their uh, point of view. It mm -hmm. it doesn't it, it did not happen because they did that thing, mm -hmm. and uh, that's a connection that I try to um, help them with making. Interesting. Mm. 
Oh yeah, that's really interesting. That's a perspective I I definitely didn't hear before. But it basically sounds like chess. You have to think moves ahead. Yeah, uh, it actually is something, um, an analogy that I make often because uh, basically League works in a way where you have the early game where you gather your resources uh, as much as possible, hopefully, so that in the later stages of the game you can fight over more important resources and those will make you win. Right, mm-hmm. and um, if you gather a lot more resources in the early game, you will have better chances of winning the fights in the later stages of the game. And uh, so I make the analogy uh, or the metaphor of uh, saying that it is a lot like chess, where you do your first move as as white, and uh, if you do the specific move and you're in a really high elo game, then the other player will have only a certain amount of moves left and mm. the later you go into the game the more deciding your moves become and mm. it's, it's pretty similar um, similar in league mm-hmm. where you say it's it's like a it's a, like a game of chess and not like a game of basketball where okay yeah you had your 15 minutes now like everything that you did there is is done besides the score and now you go 15 minutes again right oh yeah yeah Huh, makes a lot of sense. So are there specific challenges that you face as a coach that um, maybe you have trouble with? Or are there in, in general um, challenges uh, for coaches that you're seeing uh, occurring over and over again? I mean, I I think that anything you do will have some sort of challenges if you try to become better at it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a thing with improving. Hopefully. You, uh, <laughs> you will face your peak at one point and then you need to challenge yourself become better and overcome the peak right mm-hmm. and uh with coaching especially in the beginning it was a lot about do i know enough about the game right mm-hmm. because if i if i go into a situation um where i know it's not good but i don't know why it's not good mm-hmm. then that's 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 bad for me because i, I can't tell the other person if you do this and this and this, you won't come to this um, to this point, right? And that's that's something that I faced early, where um, I started watching a lot of pro games at that point, mm-hmm. trying to see, okay, why do they not come into this position? What what do they do that is different to what uh, people that I see uh, in my games mm-hmm. uh, do, right? Uh, that was one challenge that I had early with just trying to know everything where at point one point it is not needed for you to know everything about everything but it is uh, needed that if you get into uh, thrown into a situation you will figure out how to uh, solve it right it's like a it's like a puzzle at that point mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like the um, ability of problem solving is more important than the ability to know all because you can't you can strictly just not know all about League. That's that's not possible. Oh yeah, that's um, very true. And the same way you cannot know all about chess, right? You will always come into a situation where, well, I never played this before. And uh, yeah, it's, it's quite similar to this. And then another challenge that I faced is that I just didn't really know 
how to um, convey my knowledge to the other person. Hmm. So I I started creating a, a document of um, basically problems that I faced, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, thinking about it after or after the session, I, I would figure out the solution, right? Mm-hmm. I just needed a bit more time. And then whenever I did, I just wrote the solution down as well. And then when I got into this uh, same situation again, it was easier because, oh, well, um, my student has a, has a problem with understanding what I want to say right here. So I say it in a different way. I, I say this or I say that. I use a, um, a metaphor for it to, to break it down. Mm-hmm. Um, players in a lower ELO will not know, uh, will not know uh, certain terms. So you will have to use other words to explain, right? Um, or if you go to players in a very high ELO with a higher ranking, they will have, for example, also like different problems. So you have to face them in, the, in a different way. And it's a lot about uh, specifying uh, your content, your, your um, ideas to the person that you are actually talking with. Oh, yeah. In a sense, you have to master not only the game, but also uh, people. Hmm? Yeah. Um, actually, what I, what I did first of everything is actually I wrote down what it does a good coach do, in my opinion. Right? Mm-hmm. What, what does he do and what, what skills does he have? And I, like, I... Um, made it into like four just words right Mm -hmm. like that i think they need um so people accept them first of all they need the game knowledge right Mm -hmm. uh they need the credibility right they need to um make the other person know okay yeah this guy right i i can believe him with what he says because he says in 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 this way that makes me believe him Mm -hmm. and um then I figured, okay, yeah, this this comes from very similar principles to what I saw in school. For example, when I have my session and I'm just talking to the person, I will always tell them first, yo, you can ask anything, right? Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. And there's no dumb questions. You probably know the sentence from school somewhere. Yeah. There are no dumb questions. Yeah, right? yeah. And the other thing is that I tell them to take their own notes, which you also did in school right you didn't just have uh, lectures like in um uh like in uh, your your major because there they actually force you to take your own notes so you uh get the skill because it helps you later in the university um mm-hmm. for a reason because what you write down yourself you often remember better than something that you just heard Right. Oh, yeah. So like the, the second step, right? First you hear it, but then you also write it down. So you have made two steps of trying to remember it already mm-hmm. by doing that. And then the last thing is just like social media reach because nobody wants a coach that they don't know, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a different yeah. skill from the others. Do you have a specific plan for yourself set out? Like, okay, this is a step me doing as much coaching with people uh, that I possibly can to get mm-hmm. experience and, and map out my expertise. And then at some point you will uh, proceed to the next step. 
Or are you just trying to uh, kind of grow organically? No, actually, it, it was, it is like this, where um, in the beginning, I um, just, well, I, I still am to this point, just <laughs> offering coaches for, for free, uh, mm -hmm. coachings for free, coaching sessions, um, just to, like, learn how to mm -hmm. coach them best, right? And um, now that I do this for, for a longer time already, for I, I think two two months now. Mm -hmm. um, outside of a team, of course, just the private coachings with uh, one person at a time. Um, doing this more, I generally have my document full to with with what I think I can figure out at this point with mm -hmm. certain uh, people and certain groups of people, right? Grouping them into players of this elo, players of this elo, and so on. This rank. Um, and now the next step would be something like getting coaching by better coaches, right? People that mm -hmm. I think are very credible, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I know, that they know a lot, that they did this for a long time, that they are respected and mm -hmm. seeing what else they do different than I. Uh -huh. And, um, from, from seeing what they do, like experiencing it my, uh, on myself, right? taking coaching by them or just watching their content uh, I can still learn from this a lot where I actually uh, talked to the one of the coaches of Schalke 04 Eastwards mm -hmm. with Schalke being a name that people actually recognize because it's a <laughs> soccer club as well oh yeah <laughs> um, and yeah I, I first heard from somebody else yo just ask people if you want to know something, right? Which is such a simple thing to say. <laughs> but then when you actually do, like, if the person does, like, one, uh, if they like what they do, right? They mm -hmm. like talking about what they do, right? If some, oh, yeah. if, if someone is interested in what they do, they, they feel happy, right? Because they have some something in common with the other person to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. And then I, I just wrote to this guy and was like, yeah, um, coming a coach right now, doing this and this and this. Um, what are some things that you wanted to actually know whenever you started out that you would have liked to know? Or um, I'm, I'm doing this and this, but I'm um, facing these uh, challenges, facing. Uh oh. Oh. Simon. Ooh. And looks like we may have a server issue here and yeah from that Let's oh i'm sorry i still have had uh, connection issues yeah uh, i'm not sure what happened i did or no no i think 
Oh, did all of you have connection issues? Because I, I think I did not. I, I, I basically stopped hearing both of you for a little while, and then mm, both okay. came back. Yeah, okay, then I think yeah, it was on your we... side. Yeah, no, it, it was <laughs> Discord. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, because I couldn't hear anyone as well, so. Yeah. Okay, um, at, at what point did it stop? Uh, <laughs> so maybe say. I can pick up from there? Uh, that you weren't getting in contact with the Schalke coach and just with the mindset that people uh, who love what they do also love talking about yeah, right, right, uh, right. what they do. Yeah, from, from that on out, I, I just said that um, he we, we had a good conversation about it to the point where also like he followed me back and which is cool because he's one of my like people that I look up to. That's why I wrote to him and uh, oh, nice. also hmm. like I, I learned a lot from that and Right, that's a that's the next step. First, you try to figure out a lot of things on your own, and but you shouldn't shy away from taking help, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if people offer it, but also just asking for it can also often, well, it regularly leads to somebody actually offering you the help if you ask for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I think that's something people rarely utilize, though. Yeah, I I agree with that. I, I think that um, there's a lot of thinking that if you ask for help, you are portrayed as weak, or that you, oh yeah, this guy couldn't do it on his own, so, uh, mm-hmm. on his own, yeah. so he asked for help, which I I think is stupid. <laughs> To yeah, be honest. Um, but it's it's a feeling that a lot of people have and it's not something that's easy to get away so um, you, you will have that and then if you overcome it and that's great for you because you just ask for help you get help and it's easier than every other way uh, that you could have taken mm-hmm. oh yeah exactly <laughs> uh there's something I wanted to ask earlier. So going from a positive mindset to, to a negative mindset, uh, do you encounter a lot of people who kind of stand in their own way in a mental sense? Oh, often, I often. think. Yeah. Ah, okay. Actually, because I, I think there's a lot of things that you fail. I'm also really interested in psychology. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as like a side thing that I read about often, awesome. and try to figure out on my own a bit as well. So, <laughs> what I think happens a lot is that whoever you are around when growing up really decides who you become at one point, right? Mm-hmm. And because they, um, what they do, you often do as well, right? That's mm-hmm. that's something we already talked about with. Like a, a young kid doing what his older brother does. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. They uh, and, they imprint. Right, and and if that person is is good on their own, usually, then they will try to be good on their so uh, on like their selves as well. Uh-huh. Um, and because a lot of people hide their their feelings that they are not uh like the best right mm-hmm. because you 
always want to be the best at at least usually you want that yeah, yeah. right and it's it's a hard truth to figure out that you you can't be any time so yeah. from that on out you you become the mindset that oh shit but i i don't want to show the others that that is happening uh-huh. from that happening you will just stand in your own way more and more often and it's mm-hmm. like it's like i mean i've seen that and it's crazy you mentioned that because i've seen i feel like real recently and i i lose track of time so it could have been a year or even more maybe more ago when it started but i remember there was almost like a it wasn't like an unofficial campaign because it wasn't anything that was overt. But a lot of celebrities and sports athletes were coming out and talking about how failure is okay. Um, the one that I remember watching was uh, Will Smith talking about failure being okay. I know Michael, they did something about that in the Michael Jordan documentary. Um, but lately, I feel like they've been trying to work on that negative stigma of you're not going to just start at something and be amazing at it. You have to fail to learn and to get better and you're not always going to be the best and that's okay to admit it. Um, and you feel like that's being done less right now? Again? No, no, I'm just, I feel like, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say it's being done less, uh, but I, have, I see it happening more often that they're trying to normalize um, people getting help and, not always being putting that stress of trying to be first and, and the best uh yeah i i actually feel so as well that they um it is done a lot more than it, it used to be like when i was growing up mm-hmm. that a lot of things are more okay than they used to be right mm-hmm. and uh for example i think you you see it a lot in, in tv series where um what happened usually was that you only saw like the perfect things of celebrities, only their best sides and everything where, where now often you see like, you would never see a a woman without her makeup and like a celebrity, um, something right. And in their Mm -hmm. normal life where now they do live streams and they just like, I don't know, out of bed, fucking, they, they just want to have some fun <laughs> with, with people uh, that they, uh, well, that they enjoy, right? Their audience and mm-hmm. just turn on the camera, do something, not, not care that much anymore, where you wouldn't believe that from happening some time ago, right? When mm-hmm. I was growing, growing up, I, I didn't see that at all. Well, I'm, I'm still growing up, that, but <laughs> well, now I see it more is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's like that with, with a lot of other things as well, right? Not beauty, but right. People would only show their um, their trophies, right, and not mm-hmm. how how they got them, right? What what is behind them? With this having a lot more value now. Yeah, which is a little bit sad because I mean, almost everybody loves a good. Uh, a good story with struggles or being the underdog. Yeah, right. The, the underdog fighting against the actual champion and then then him winning because he trained harder. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be the it. underdog. That's the funny thing is they love the story, but then when they're the underdog, they don't realize that they actually are in a position with potential. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. To be a lot of that. people 
like the finishing uh, the finish line but not the not the race yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. the the trophy the glamour the audience yelling and everything <laughs> that's that's a good feeling but you know training hard every day that's that's not something that you you want to do right that's not mm-hmm. that's not the fun but um if like this one moment you really want that one moment to happen because you know this will be so fun and then you put in the work so it comes to this point then you will uh, like that you put in the work in the first place <laughs> exactly it reminds me of a, a saying i like to tell people i forgot I, I feel like it was from star wars but i don't know um not the saying was stated in a movie but it was something about like the, the lore but the difference between a master and an apprentice is that the master has failed more times than the apprentice has attempted Mm-hmm. and i thought that yeah, was very true. it's very true <laughs> true life lessons here at yes. with the pack <laughs> and also we we also found out that simon was pulling aside people randomly in league of legends to ask him and apparently they were 12 year olds so he was almost accosting these 12 year olds <laughs> and saying like yo why did you go back and almost ruin the game so we also found out that simon was that guy <laughs> yes. over here Always DMing and policing and like, hey, 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 what's up, man? Like, why'd you do that? I'm yeah, going to report yeah. you. What's up? I'm 12. I, that's no excuse. That's no excuse. <laughs> Simon's over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is something that you might be surprised about. Uh, but I think League of Legends is a game that can at times kind of crawl under my skin. It, it rarely happens that I... Uh, um, kind of lose my shit, but League of Legends can, in general, has a way of of making me lose my shit every now and then. Oh yeah, it really can be like that. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it actually happens to a lot of people with uh, it in general having a very toxic community, right? If you go into the game yeah. itself, right? The people they want to win, right? And they will tell you if you don't do what they think is best. Mm-hmm. Right, and that in a very uh, insulting way, usually. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. With this, just stop being right. That's actually something that I struggled with in the beginning of playing, but I quickly figured out that it's better to just, you know, either keep your mouth shut or uh, write it. That That's something actually that I uh, learned is that if you have nothing nice to say, then don't talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah with, with that being something that that i had to learn very early yeah. um and it actually being a good life lesson right oh yeah i mean as we said uh, quite early in this podcast it kind of comes down to to a game of perspectives so to say because everyone has his or her own perspective of the game what they want to achieve and also how to win and Oftentimes, I mean, there is always something that you can do better in in League of Legends. Mm, but because of the difference in in perspectives that people have on on how to win, uh, they oftentimes uh, make this uh, this this or have this faulty train of thought 
to assume that another person should have the same perspective that they do and then they can't wrap their head around if this is not the case it's actually a funny uh, thing of you to say because that's actually something that i talk a lot about in, in coachings as well where um for example the one role of the jungler is basically the one that can influence all of the other players mm -hmm. in the best and easiest way right and um what i always see them do is just not communicating what they want to do right mm -hmm. and then if the other person doesn't do the perfect thing they think that they should have with me <laughs> then saying him uh, telling him but you didn't communicate that you want to do that right he yeah. has to focus on his stuff yeah right maybe he's not doing that the best way he could right he's not a pro after all mm -hmm. but he's focusing on that and then you want him to also focus on something that you can help him with mm -hmm. and then the person always like but i'm trying to fucking you know come up with excuses why that or that happens with him yeah. um but if you like go into it more with that person then he will also see at one point and oh yeah actually i could do that right Mm -hmm. And and I tell them clearly, right? You could have done this, and you could have done this, and if you could have done this as well, and you did, then this outcome wouldn't have happened, right? And this is what <laughs> lost you the game. And that's what they really care about, right? If I go into coaching sessions, first I always only review losses, right? Because people are more likely to un like listen to you when you tell them oh yeah you could have won the game that you lost instead of oh yeah that game you won but you could have been better than that right yeah, that, that's yeah. not something you want to hear so whenever i uh review a loss and I, I break it down usually from the point oh yeah this happened then this happened then this happened then this happened and then we are here right and mm -hmm. then let's say this thing went differently oh, yeah, the train could have derailed to actually its right destination, right, to the victory. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's also something, like, that, that I often do, right, that I always do with... I feel like it, it helps them a lot, right? Oh, yeah, Because these yeah. players really care about, oh, yeah, I want to win the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you almost perfectly described one of my biggest problems when I play League. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is literally me. <laughs> I mean, to a point that's probably what a lot of people uh, end up feeling like at some point or another, at least, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right. I want to do a little bit of, of a, a skip in, in terms of... Uh, in terms of the uh, the topics, and then I think we can uh, start to close it out. Uh, what I would like to hear from you is uh, your perspective on the um, more professional organizations, so to say. Do you think that coaches are, are utilized properly? I mean, uh, you may not have the the personal uh, mm -hmm. experience with like the, uh, the big organizations, the really professional organizations, uh, but maybe you can can tell me from uh, your point of view 
uh, yeah, what what you think could be improved in terms of uh, coaching in general in in uh, big esports organizations? Right. Actually, um, I am not that knowledgeable about the top of the top, but what mm-hmm. I can tell you about is what I see in the divisions that I play and that I coach in mm-hmm. from first to um, third division, right? Mm-hmm. Then after first there's pro and then there's like the international scene, right? The international scene, the pro scene, I am not really aware of what's going on there. But mm-hmm. uh, for example, in the first division, I was uh, doing some tryouts with some teams and their academy teams. And um, I talked to a lot of different organizations, right? And I also saw a a variety of um, different structures in these organizations Mm -hmm. with one, for example, like being the best example of how it could be uh having multiple types of coaches right so Mm -hmm. they um take away each other's uh tasks uh and like complete the organization as a team right instead of one person doing everything and then doing one thing better than the other and then the other is not good and but he has to focus on so many things so he can't do everything right right so he has to mm-hmm. decide oh what do i do um but in this organization it was them having one person for a lot of things right mm-hmm. uh well a lot of persons for one thing mm-hmm. oh, that's, okay. that's the way i'm i mean it mm-hmm. right so uh that they complete each other in this coaching right one took away the um coaching role of doing the draft before the game right mm-hmm. one person took away the analyzation of the enemy team yeah preparing everything giving mm-hmm. that to the draft coach of course and then they had a strategic coach who was there for um developing a strategy against either the specific opponent or seeing what strategies are used right now in the game and like overall Mm-hmm. Right, and they had one person that was there for reviewing games, mm-hmm. and they uh, in the end they had also one person for one role, right? And they were interested in hiring more people to help with specific roles, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's five roles in league, then they already had a coach, uh, well, not a positional coach is what they uh, would say uh, its name is uh, mm-hmm. for the jungle position. Mm-hmm, and they were mm-hmm. interested in getting more of those, right? And I, I think you can go um, into this direction, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you have one person doing a smaller task, he's more likely uh, at doing them right mm-hmm. instead of one person doing everything, yeah. which I, I saw in some other organizations with one person being completely overwhelmed with everything not knowing how to this or uh, to this right and uh needing help and that's why they uh, wanted another coach or an organization um, not having a coach at all and the players do everything and and they they are worse because they also have to you know review their own games right and mm-hmm. um especially in like sports you 
as an organization, you would want your players to have the most time they can so they can focus on the game, right? And I feel like this is something that is already done in very professional organizations in esports. Um, mm -hmm. But the organizations that are in build-up phase right now in, in divisions in division three to one um they want to be these big organizations but they are not using their tools to create something similar right mm -hmm. they are more i'm not even know uh, what they are focusing their their attention on mm -hmm. but I feel like the players are their brand, right? They are an esports organization, so the players are what they have, right? They market mm -hmm. them and their success. So they should first focus on them being the best they can, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of uh, tools and resources should go into the improvement of these players where they go into something else, right? I'm, I don't know what exactly. And it's, why well, actually, uh, I I lost my point there. <laughs> I am already monologuing so much this whole podcast, <laughs> so that's not even a problem. No, <laughs> that's what we want. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, and I mean, people are getting or will get a lot of value uh, mm -hmm. from your perspective. I think. Absolutely. Thanks. Okay. So um, I think let's wrap this up for now. Uh, where will people, uh, where will listeners be able to find you? Right. Uh, first of all, I have a, a Twitch channel that I plan on streaming on more often, um, which is uh, twitch.tv slash coachblackpink. Right, mm -hmm. I'm using the same uh, ad for most of my um, social media. So okay. Twitter is the same, Coach Blackpink. And um, I also have a coaching Discord that people usually uh, get the coachings from, right? Mm -hmm. I, I do them there. They also book them there or write to me directly in either Twitter or Discord. So um, the link for that would be in my Twitter as well, uh, in my bio. Uh, and yeah, that, that, that would be it for me. All right. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to come on to the show and talk to us a little bit about your coaching experience. It was definitely worth uh, the time, and I, I definitely enjoyed myself. <laughs> yeah uh, oh, thanks yes. to you two for for inviting me it was actually my first podcast that i was on ever and it was a lot of fun to me as well right and great hosts perfect well maybe we'll <laughs> have you. you again great guest <laughs> <laughs> sure sure okay then talk to you soon thanks everyone